Welcome, everyone, to Lessons with Mike. I'm here with Kayla, Jason, and Drew. Say hello. I'm Drew. I'm Kayla. I'm eating. She is, in fact, eating a sandwich of some substance. So today, we're going to have an interesting discussion on the worst sermons we have ever heard. We all went to a Christian school, and we had to listen to sermons every single Wednesday. Kayla well, except go. Kayla. Except yeah. for the token Well, female. she kind of did. She did go for a little bit. She mm -hmm. went to our school when she was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Counts, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So every week, like Drew was saying, we'd have to dress up, and we'd have to go hear a, a religious broadcast of some sort. And they would just let anyone speak <laughs> because they did this every week. So, like, it's kind of like a, uh, a guest on... <laughs> on lessons with Mike. Don't just let anyone on who wants to speak as long as they agree to do it. So yeah, every week, all kinds of random speakers. And, uh, you know, one story in particular I'm remembering, uh, one of the speakers was an older gentleman who ranted about the uh, feminization of milk and how he didn't Feminization want... of milk? That's was this the... at our school? Yes. He didn't I use... don't remember this. He didn't use that the, the big words, but... Remember oh, he... breast? No. That... Are you censoring breast with milk? <laughs> He said he didn't want the homo milk. Remember oh, that guy? Homo milk. He said his milk was gay. He didn't want the homo milk. His milk? Wait, is this At like... the store, like when you go to buy milk, it's homogenized. And this man... Oh, his act, like actual milk. Is this milk. like... Soy milk is only for the gays? Is that No, was that homogenized the milk. He literally didn't know what homogenized means. No, he said he didn't want his homo milk. What is homogenized mean? What's homogenized mean? Homogenized means it's from the same source. So from cow? Wait. From one cow. Oh, wait, is milk not from one cow normally? It's from like several, I think. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Homogenized means instead of it's blended. Because you have cream that's with like. Oh, okay. So like the other blended. stuff that makes milk milk rather than just milk. Anyway, that was what one guy <laughs> that was what one guy talked about. So, Drew, it's your turn. Oh, wait, you I think I feel like you need milk. to go more in context. I don't remember anything don't... else about the message. Okay. We were in maybe eighth, ninth grade, and it, one of the lines he said was uh, he used a slur uh, for <gasps> the homosexual community. Uh, it starts with a Q. Is that a slur? Or is that like a term? I don't it's okay know to because use? I've heard a lot of them define mm -hmm. themselves as that. It's okay if you define yourself as that. It's well, written but... on one of the lockers at my work. It's part of the. It's part of the letters. Yeah, in well, the group. He said he didn't want the Q milk. I don't remember what the guy was talking about. Something about the homogenized milk was bad or Counting something. The I don't know. Milk gay. You had, you had a story. <laughs> of they're turning, turning the milk gay. <laughs> Okay, shout uh, out to the r slash milk subreddit because for some reason a lot of my podcasts fit in on that subreddit. I don't know, <laughs> but the topic milk of milk comes up a lot in my episodes. Bro, we've had a full uh, episode of milk on the Ditwitch channel. Oh, wow. <laughs> we argued about... One of the last podcasts I was on talked about milk at yeah. a wedding. Oh, that's right. What the yeah. heck? So oh, many man. milk podcasts. All right. Uh, Bad sermon from Drew. All right, so this was also at our school. Um, you guys might remember this. Uh, mm. when, when the conversation of religion comes up, I really like it when people provide evidence and we had a guy get up on stage and claim that he had evidence of Christ. And he talked about it for about 40 minutes, not stating the actual claim of the evidence, just saying that he has it and kind of just stretching it on for the entire service. It's almost like he forgot his <laughs> lesson. So he was just going to keep talking about how much proof he has about God. And when he it's, finally it's like my essays I write. <laughs> <laughs> and when he finally got to, you know, the point of his claim, his claim was, I know it's true because I know it's true. <laughs> it's true because I know it's true. He said that like no joke, like 20 times over and over again. He's like one of those Southern Gospel Baptist church preachers where they just spout the same thing over and over again till you believe it that's such a disney answer but it was so annoying it's true because i know it's true after claiming to have real evidence for 40 minutes i remember he it was... bothered me so it bothered me more than it should have it's just because it's one of my pet peeves if you're going to make a claim and then state you have evidence for it and your evidence is a claim mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a claim of your claim then i i it's Evidence. It's like talking to a child. How do you know Santa's real? It's real because I say it's real. Okay, but what's your evidence? My evidence is I know it's real. 
why are we having this conversation? I'll give you. I remember that one. I remember he was like dropping little teasers in throughout his little yes. monologue. He's like, just wait to the end. I'm going to blow you yeah, all away with this proof. Exactly. That's exactly what he would say. That's why it bothered me so much. I'm like, oh man, I'm, I don't think I've ever been this interested for for anything at CCA. He's finally going to prove it. This man has the secret. He here. has he has the evidence. He's going to tell me there was this type of god particle that was discovered that has to be linked. God particle. <laughs> that is a real thing. It is. Way. It's a what? science term. Yeah, it's a science term. It's not exactly a particle of God, but when they discovered it, it was such a big scientific breakthrough that they called oh it the God particle. But yeah, that was that was one lesson that really bothered me, just because uh, I don't like claims backed up by claims. Raisin, do you have a story? Uh, I don't remember much. Would you like to pass until like you remember more? Specific uh -huh. sermons. Um, I remember one guy. Uh, he had like a few of the students like walk up and uh this is the only part of the sermon i remember his point was uh he had like a lot of people like get up there and they had like different quote-unquote roles that were assigned to them and i won't say his last name but david in the class above us like okay. big david yeah i know who you mean he was like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he was playing the role as a prostitute, and they weren't like acting or anything. It was just like you're this, you're this, you're this. He got the David. You're a prostitute. He couldn't he couldn't tell the story and expect people to understand a story without actual physical examples in front of them. I guess people won't know what a prostitute is unless I assign someone that David. Role. Yeah. Now a prostitute. Yeah, but like the whole he's point, the son of a preacher, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but the whole point was like, oh, Jesus didn't hang out with the good people he hung out with prostitutes <laughs> so i think he like made the distinction like who would you guys rather talking to us who would you guys rather hang out with the prostitute or this other person who probably has good things to them I what a great question to ask a, a whole building full of horny teenagers it was, <laughs> it was a great one i remember that that's the only thing about that sermon i remember okay well that doesn't sound too bad just more like it was just funny it was just funny yeah yeah Kayla, do you have one? I do. Do you want to finish eating or do you want to go? You want to pass for now until you finish your breakfast? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I've got one. This is going to blow you guys' minds. I actually used to teach the Bible to children. No. Yeah. And to us. I, I, oh, gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. I did do that, didn't I? I feel like we should clarify on that story. Because we actually had a good represent... We, we had a good represent... What is the word? Representative? Nominee. Representative? Yeah, that word. Yeah. We actually had someone who wanted to do it. A good nominee. He was the son of a pastor, and he he wanted to give us our daily devotions. Our daily bread, which and, we had in class every but day. But he wasn't the most popular kid in the class. More more so, Mike was. And Mike, I feel like you were just doing it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then you actually got a Because we all thought it'd be more entertaining if we just voted for you instead. Yeah. And, and then he won. <laughs> and so some days he would, like, pass the responsibilities to, to Raisin. Me. <laughs> to me. <laughs> Uh, and you would just pick a random verse in the Bible. It was great. Oh, you man. had one. It was like about bones. Yeah, <laughs> bones. Oh, you were going weird on verse on in the Bible. <laughs> it was like it was a whole like month long thing. You were hyping it was a series. Up. <laughs> no, it wasn't a series. I feel like he would talk about it for like a month <laughs> until like he's like. I'm, I'm gonna be doing this little message about next, bones next time on bones. <laughs> I'm on bones. Let me tell you the bones story. Let me get into preacher mode real quick and tell me what the bones yeah, represent. Re what were the bones? There's a passage in Ezekiel. Oh with a hey, this was my this is my peak right here. This is <laughs> so this, was his peak. This, oh, <laughs> it all went downhill from the bones. There's a passage in Ezekiel where the Spirit of God comes upon Ezekiel and takes him to a valley filled with bones, and God says, "Hey, Ezekiel." What do you think about all these bones? And Ezekiel says, "Well, God, they're very dry." <laughs> Is that really <laughs> dry bones? Dry bones. <laughs> That's pretty much verbatim. And then God said, "Well, what if the bones came to life?" Oh well, no, God, that simply can't be done. Watch and be amazed. And then the spirit of the Lord made all the bones turn into soldiers or whatnot. It was it was a really uh, really the, yeah. That's how it went. Yeah. And that happened in um, one of the episodes of Bleach. Maybe. But anyway, the whole Bleach meaning... Bleach is based off the Bible. Bleach, Bleach ripped off the Bible. The whole meaning of the story is, 
what you think was dead, new life is coming into it. And there's so many metaphors in there. And I really did draw that out for like a month. <laughs> you did. You really did. Well, right. now that we talked about that, what's right. your actual story? Oh, my actual story. So um, one of the times one of the times I was giving a Bible lesson to the youth group, um, I spoke with someone else who was working with me on this. And we said, you know what? We'll give the kids an opportunity to ask us whatever questions they want about the Bible. Oh, or so about you're the God. bad preacher in this scenario. Yeah, I'm the bad preacher in this oh, scenario. Oh, cool. You're an enabler. The kids First get, person. The kids get an opportunity to ask us whatever questions they want about God or the Bible, and we'll make it anonymous so that way no one feels pressured. So all the kids wrote down their questions on little slips of paper and put them into a hat. I shuffled the hat, and I was like, all right, here we go. First question. I was expecting these to be really generic questions. This was a group of mostly 10, 11, 12-year-olds. First question. Does God still love me if my father keeps getting arrested? Oh! <laughs> wow. Well, and how did you answer? Little I, Timmy, your father needs to stop murdering people first. <laughs> my, my answer was, I did that thing where I ramble on a bit to deflect. Well, you see, sometimes in life things happen, but that those things that happen, they don't mean that other things that have happened have any less nutritional value. This was high nutritional school. Value. <laughs> nutritional. <laughs> this was high school, Mike, wasn't it? So yeah, your rambling was very bad. I'm a pro at rambling now, but back then I fumbled that one so hard. <laughs> I wish I was there to watch that. Oh man. That sounds so entertaining. Uh you finished eating or do you mm -hmm. need okay. What's Here. your story? Okay. 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 Oh, I'm done. No. I'm Doesn't sound like you're done. I'm on my last question. Okay. All right, so I'll go. I'll go next. Uh, this is from the Wilds. Uh, this was a camp that our school would send us to to uh, not be gay anymore. <laughs> you say kidding. that, but you're not a hundred percent off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you were gay, they would try to fix you at the Wilds. That they was, would find you. They would find you, and they would change you. Um, <laughs> uh, but the services there, they were very bizarre, to say the least. Um, I remember at one point, I was just kind of like looking down at the ground because I naturally slouch when I'm bored. And then like the preacher on stage, he stopped and said, sir, sir, could you sit up? And I, and I looked at him with a raised eyebrow and then just kind of leaned back in my chair like, are you talking to me? He's like, yes, good. Could you pay attention, sir? And like, there's like, what, like over a hundred students there. Do you remember this? I do. It was so funny. He just called me out from like looking at the ground. He wanted to be stared at while he was talking, I guess. <laughs> and then later on in that lesson, uh, he was talking about cursing and why it's so bad. And he got to a point in his lesson where it's like, okay, we can't find anything that says cursing is bad, but cursing is bad because there is no good way to curse. Like, you don't bring someone up by cursing, so therefore you just shouldn't do it. I almost raised my hand and said, you know, you could call someone a bad A and be like, that's a compliment. Yeah. So that's cursing. So well, I bring people up. We should with, bring uh, in the A word. With cursing quite a bit, actually. Bring in the exactly. A word. Yeah. So, like, he was just wrong yeah. and had no evidence for why he should believe that. He just kind of go went off a claim again. Uh, being wrong and a lack of evidence are common themes. You will Didn't see. We get I, that's the thing that bothers me the most. That's why I'm going to remember that. That and he called me out for not looking at him. If they're trying not to make people gay, they're doing the wrong. <laughs> Did that turn you gay? Did that Look, turn you gay, buddy? Yes. A man telling me to stare at him while he lectured me. <laughs> that made you gay. <laughs> that made me gay. Uh, didn't we get flowers? Oh yeah, the, this one is that we have so see again. They are going against the whole gate. This one is so toxic, right? So the pastor or speaker passed out a flower, and he said, "Everyone, take a little piece of the flower and pass it to your oh, neighbor." Oh yeah, this is bad. And then this is actually disgusting. So at the very end, he said, "All right, everyone, look at your piece. It's not really valuable anymore, is it? In fact, it's kind of worthless. That's what it's like when you have sex and you're not married." No, this is specifically for women. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. specifically for that's so what, a a flower with no petals is like a woman having sex. You're useless if you've had it. <laughs> you serve no value. There is no value unless you're a, a virgin. Like that sounds so creepy to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're not a virgin, I don't want anything to do with you. The emphasis on not having sex was so big, and I don't understand why. 
does he not realize like women have killed themselves over mm -hmm. people believing that same mindset? Mm -hmm. Like not just one case, but like a big portion of the popularity. There are some there's some cases where if a woman is raped and if she's a virgin when she's raped, she is killed because she's no longer pure. God, that's mm -hmm. so bad. This happens in some mostly Muslim countries. Mm -hmm. Well, here's here's the thing that I don't get. You know, you're supposed to be pure or whatever as a female for your partner. Um, but you're only pure that first time. So what's the big, that's my thing, right? So if you're a virgin and you have, you know, sex with your husband, even under that, then if the emphasis is on virginity, then what gives you the want to keep having sex with her? You see what I'm saying? That so doesn't make sense. you're thinking, hold up. If you're the one who popped her cherry, mm -hmm. you feel like that she should be devalued even to that man? That's not I think. Well, yeah, because... I, I kind of get what you're saying. You're saying, like, you're not a virgin anymore, so that way, according to this theory, you would have less value. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like... I feel like that is kind of preached, because if she does leave him, well, she's already had sex with somebody, therefore mm -hmm. she... Yeah does have less value. Mm -hmm. I feel like religions do teach that. One thing I heard from a pastor that I thought was the dumbest thing ever, he said, now don't get it twisted. Just because you're married doesn't mean you can do whatever you want in the bedroom. A marriage license is not a license to sin. Wait, who said that? I've it, it was a, It was a pastor uh, that I heard growing up at my church. <laughs> oh, God. Can I just, okay, I need to point out a problem that I don't see anyone ever talk about, mm -hmm. but a lot of Christians, as they grow up, believing sex is wrong when they finally do get married and have sex for the first time like this ain't this isn't a small percentage it's a big percentage a lot of people that have sex for the first time after getting married feel really guilty about mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I, assume, yeah. I don't i don't realize why this isn't talked about i mean i guess they want it to it's because they're pressured into thinking that's wrong. Yeah, they were taught it was wrong their entire they life. They were taught that it was wrong their entire life until they got married, and now they're married, big life change. Mm -hmm. It still doesn't feel right. Like, and it probably mm -hmm. will never feel right mm -hmm. because they were so pressured as kids. And it's like, I mean, I guess we have some people saying how bad it is to pressure uh, kids about it now, but I feel like the majority of the time they're still being pressured, told mm -hmm. that they're going to go to hell, that they are committing one of the greatest sins by having mm -hmm. <laughs> straight sex of all things. <laughs> uh, they would take it to absurd levels. One chapel speaker, and you know who it is, but I'm not going to say his name. Okay. He, he walked up there and said, now, just because you don't have sex, just because you're a virgin, don't think that means that you're pure. Because when I got married, I was not pure, even though I hadn't had sex. It's <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Like, they try to one-up it. It's like a I'm holier-than-you contest. Yeah, that does get really old and repetitive. It does. Not only have I never had sex, I've never even licked a man. <laughs> licked a man. Mm, hard to compete with that. I will admit, sir. Uh, I remember you win, Sonny. We, we were having this conversation uh, in one of our group chats, and Jesse brought up a really good story. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his story while you guys keep talking. Well, Shout out to Jesse, Michael's yeah. brother. Jesse's a really cool dude, and he's a very intelligent. You are person. so mean to him. Most I am of the time. so mean to him. <laughs> Can I tell the story about uh, that video I sent you guys? How the uh, preacher punched the kid? In oh the yes, stomach? yes. Oh yeah, do that. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, so this preacher from the pulpit, he's telling the story about something he did. He's saying that uh, like one student, like he was trying to minister to, he just like wasn't. Uh, connecting with him or connecting with God or anything. And like one day, like the kids, they were all like outside hanging out, like some youth event going on at their church. And uh, like all, all the youth was outside and he, uh, he, he uh, the preacher, he was like across the way and he saw the, the younger, younger gentleman. And I forget what the younger gentleman was doing. I don't know if he was doing anything, but I think the preacher was like, I just felt called to do this. <laughs> so I, and he had, and he was talking like this. He, he said, and I walked up to him and I punched him in the chest <laughs> as hard as I could. You can find this video online, by the way. Yes. Just look up preacher punching kid sermon. Oh yeah. It'll be like the first result. Yeah, it will. And <laughs> it was so bizarre. I, I'm like, you can hear the audience like 
reacting. This was like, his quote. He said this, <laughs> like he said well, after he punched him. He's like, "Oh, I crippled the kid." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he said, I pointed at him as he was on the ground. <laughs> and I forget his name, but he said his name. He's like, kid, when are you going to stop playing games with God? <laughs> you don't play games in God's neighborhood, son. And I, th- I, think he, I, th- I also think he said, I think I changed his life that day. <laughs> <laughs> probably did. You probably sh- made him crap his pants. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to hear. It's so funny. Oh, man. I love that story. I've never been punched by a preacher, but in Pentecostal culture, one thing they'll do that I've really never liked, because I wasn't the biggest teenager. I was pretty thin. And when you have a bunch of grown men, like, standing on you and pushing you, it's only logical that you will fall down. And when this happened to me, <laughs> and and when I would fall down, they'd be like, oh, Mike has been slain in the spirit. No, I had three grown men push me on the floor. <laughs> oh, I was slain by Steve. <laughs> slain by Steve. My, my pastor, I have a great relationship with my pastor. I just want to point that out. And one Sunday, I, I missed church for whatever reason. Um, Pokemon. Huh? Probably Pokemon. No, not me. <laughs> Pokemon, go to church. <laughs> no, I think I was like out of town or like I had to go out of town one day. And uh, my pastor texted me early, uh, later that Sunday and he said, you miss church again. I'm going to rip your fingernails out. He <laughs> sounds like the, the punch guy pastor. Yeah. No, it was funny because uh, like a year or two ago, uh, he, he actually had... did that. No, <laughs> he had a recliner and like he was doing something to the recliner, like trying to fix it. And like it chopped part of his Oh, one of his fingers off. Ooh. And he said, he texted me saying, uh, Ow. like, no, he didn't. no, no. He texted me saying like, Miss Church again, I'm going to rip your fingernails off. I'm like, yeah, I'd say that to you, but your fingers got chopped off. Oh, <laughs> you don't have any fingernails. <laughs> I like my pastor. I found oh. the uh, conversation that we were talking in the group chat. And this is what Jesse said. I remember a service at the wilds where the guy called out specific songs and artists you shouldn't listen to. Regarding chapel, I don't remember any bad ones, but one of my favorites <clears throat> one of my favorites was when the speaker gave someone a sandwich and then later said, What you doing, fool? Give me back my sandwich. I don't remember <laughs> that one at all. <laughs> Did Jesse go to the same school as us? Jesse's a fun character. Let me tell you, let's get back on the issue of how uh, the church people are often very mean and traumatic to children. Oh, yeah. Uh, there yeah. was a young child I know who was uh, 11, 12 at the time, and she had told one of her friends that she was gay. And then she was ratted out because we're taught as kids to do that. If someone tells you that they are gay, tell an adult, set them straight. <laughs> and then the, the, a person in the church who had some significant authority walked up to the girl and said, you can't be gay because you know gays go to hell. And mm. terrified this poor child. Oh, God. Yeah. That that sucks. Yeah. Mm. I Oh, my gosh. I just remembered one story. This wasn't like any staff or leader in the church at all. This is just one of my personal experiences, and I will not name this person because we all, to an extent, know this person. Okay. I was on a mission trip, <laughs> okay, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was, like, away from the, like, a big group of, like, in my youth, and this was, like, back when I was still in high school, and so I was, like, trailing a bit behind, and this person walks up to me. And she she's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah, sure. And she asked, oh, what, what? how does she say it? She goes, if there was a person in our youth and we found out they were gay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, like, man. how would you feel? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like. I wouldn't bother me. And she was like, yeah, but would you like treat them any differently? And I'm like, I would like to think not. She goes, oh, okay. And by the way, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I kind of just sped walked back up to my group. I'm like, that was weird. That was awkward. I carried on with my, my day. That was just an awkward moment for me. And I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to feel about that. Uh, turned out, she was gay. <laughs> Believe oh, it or not. Oh, okay, because my first thought, just from how you phrase the story, 
it's like she found out one of her friends was gay and she couldn't act normal around her anymore. Mm -hmm. So she needed advice from someone else to see how they would react. Nope. I think, it was her. I think maybe she just trusted you enough to know that you were the one person. You probably made her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, she trusted me that, that that way. I would not say I trusted her that way. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. But, uh, man, let me tell you a story in chapel. You might remember this. There was this pastor, and we all got to chapel, and we were confused. There were envelopes all over the uh, the pews, env envelopes everywhere. And it said, and uh, we were told not to open them. Speaker gets up and says, hey, I wanted to show my appreciation. I wanted to give everyone a little gift. It's nothing major. But if you open those envelopes, you'll find $2 as a gift to everyone. Shoot. Like, oh, that was nice. $2. I mean, it's $2. It'll buy me a cookie at lunch. $2, <laughs> whatever. Heck yeah. And he rambles on. He does his message. It was an okay message. Pretty unremarkable. And then at the end. Pretty unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> And then at the end, he's like, guys, sometimes in life, bad things happen for no reason. Here's a photo of this, uh, of my good friends. Their house was recently destroyed in a fire. They're currently accepting donations. <laughs> and I know a lot of you are kids and, and you feel like you might not have anything to give. But guess what? You all have $2 now. And what you do with it is your choice. But think about the people who might need it more than you. People who might have just recently lost everything. I don't even have a house. I'm keeping that $2. <laughs> so he Screw that guy. He, he guilt-tripped everyone to giving the $2 back. And, of course, he said, you don't have to. But, of course, if you didn't give the $2 back, everyone in the, the groups, you would see that, obviously. They would peer pressure you yeah. and be like, come on, dude, give him his money back. There was yeah. a lot of Give the pressure. pastor his money back. There was peer pressure all around. And that's another thing that a lot of pastors do. They'll emotionally trick you into doing stuff. Oh, God. That is so disgusting. Like, just imagine, like, what if, you know, your school, there were kids that went there that could not afford, basically, like, they yeah. were There um, was a lot of poor people at school. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it wasn't and, a cheap school. Right. Yeah. And so, like, to just do that, and especially because it wasn't their money that they earned, you know what I mean? Like, that's not going to have any sort of Someone could have been that. genuinely yeah. happy to get that $2. Yeah, I would have been. because yeah. Dude, I would have been. I couldn't afford lunch some days. Yeah, exactly. And, like, to take that away from somebody just... Also, I'd like to say have. private Christian schools out there should provide lunches for their students with all the money they get from tuition. Yeah, I agree with that. What a hot take. Anyway, we're going to take a pause. And we're back after the brief pause. Oh. Oh, Kayla has a story. She has a... Yeah, I have a story, and I, I'm going to throw this away real quick. Okay, while Kayla throws it away. <laughs> we're going to prolong this. We're going to prolong it by... Uh, okay. So, growing up, as wait, I mentioned... Wait, wait, who was that? Someone brought up a story about... Um, they would not let the congregation leave. Yes, that was me. That's like, okay. That's... I want you to tell that story then, please. So picture it like it was yesterday, guys. It was the early 2010s, maybe 2011, 2012. I don't know. So the pastor gets up. He says, before we can start the message, we got, we got to take care of something. We need we need X amount of money for this project. What was the project? I don't even remember. Some new building, which is another thing that makes me upset. Churches will spend all this money on new buildings and new ceilings and new carpets when there are people starving on the streets. But that's another topic. So My truck's remodeled. They should have helped people starving on the streets. We technically did. Did you employ starving people to remodel the church? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there was a lady whose house or apartment thing burned down. And she lost everything. And someone like a family in our church knew. So my pastor like sent out like a church text or whatever saying, hey, this is happening. This was like the day before did, Sunday. Did your pastor give them money and then demand it back? No. <laughs> he sent out like a, we have like a church you phone. You all have $2. We have like a church phone tree that like we just get like updates or whatever. Yeah. And my pastor sent out a message saying, hey, this family is going to be here. This is what happened. Their house burned down, lost everything. If you have any money, please bring it tomorrow. We're going to take up a special offering for them. Well, that was very and nice. And that was it. We raised like, I won't say how much we raised because I don't want to sound like we're gloating. But well, that's not. It was, that's a, a, it was a good sum of money. For ha to happen the day before. That's a nice thing. But as no, well. the, to my knowledge, he did not give the money. And I, I know he did. I, I was joking. I, I, <laughs> Were you joke. joking, Michael? I was joking. Were you joking? I was. On the. I know your pastor is a nice, reasonable man. He's a nice, reasonable man. Yeah. He looks like Thanos, as Drew would say. Yeah, I photoshopped him to look like Thanos <laughs> in his contact picture. 
Anyway, so the the pastor I'm talking about, he gets up and he says, God has told me that five or six or seven people, whatever the number was, will each give $300. Heck yeah. And now pray with me until this happens, everyone. Just anyone, anyone, anyone in this section, anyone, raise your hand so I can see anyone, anyone at all. This continues for some time. Please. Maybe one <laughs> maybe one person agreed to give the 300. I don't Heck know. yeah. Like, fine, I'll, I'll give you like 50. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and he's like, the Lord says we can't leave until this is taken care of. And he, and at one point he was like, okay, so now the Lord's telling me uh, 12 people are going to give $100. Now the Lord's telling me uh, seven people will give $50. Lord's, the Lord's telling me uh, Pete Davidson. He's Oh, Pete Davidson's going to give me $1,000. Thank you, Lord. Pete Thank you, Lord. Davidson. Pete Davidson, see me after class. <laughs> after class. <laughs> How long did this go on for? Uh, about uh, an unreasonably long time. About 20 minutes. I bet they were late for lunch that day. Oh, yeah. The, church, the services always went very late for yeah. me. Why, did, why, why does every church agree to do it right around lunchtime where no one can think about God? They're just all starving. I like, that too. I mean, that's the worst time to have a service. Mm -hmm. My church lets out at 1130 now. Bro, I wish I went to your church and so bad. My lunch. church would let us out at 1215. Mm -hmm. So we were starving. None of us cared about the service. We just wanted to leave. And when we finally got to the restaurants, they were already full of yeah. people like What's your what? church. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That left at 1130. Whoa, hold on. We weren't always like this. It was like before COVID, we were like you. We were like you scum. <laughs> we were like you scum. <laughs> we were like you people. You know, you know. come to think of it, Jesus Christ, what time did he do his sermons? Did they have miracles? time back then? Well, yeah, time's always been. Bro, <laughs> Jesus would teach while feeding them. Yeah. Like, here's some bread, son. Let me tell you he about fed myself. Five, <laughs> he fed the 5,000. You, know you know what they do in Catholic Church? They're like, here's just a little... They give you crackers. They give yeah. you little crumbs. One, yeah. <laughs> one tiny wafer. Here's a crumb of Jesus. You, you can wait till 1230 now, sir. No, it, it makes you more hungry. You yeah. Get that you got, like, it's like potato chips. You can't just have one. Right. I need, I need more Jesus crumbs. Mm -hmm. For my communion, they give us like that little cracker thing yeah. and uh, like the little juice, the shot glass yeah. of juice. Mm -hmm. yeah. So every time I take that shot glass, I'm just like, shot, shot. And I drink it. They should give like actual bread. This isn't my body. This is my fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> the fingernail of Christ compels you. <laughs> fingernail of Christ. I remember that's one good thing about being Catholic. It takes, you know, they, it's wine, but it's watered down with holy water. Um, and I would go up and I remember I was like 12 or something. I was like, man, I've had a really hard week and I just like. <laughs> okay, like, oh my gosh. Huge gulp. And then the guy who like wiped or whatever was like, <laughs> oh, did you share the cup? Yeah, that's how they do it. Oh, some I don't know. How I mean, do they not all have like AIDS after that? That's what I was wondering. AIDS? Too. That's yeah. not how you get AIDS. AIDS. Well, so, STD something. <laughs> oh, that's better. So the metal that they that they have is like it's like it has to be like a pure metal, so it's more likely to reject um, bacteria and germs. And then they also take um, like a cloth and they wipe it after every single person. Okay. My, uh, mm -hmm. my grandparents on my dad's side go to a Lutheran church. Mm -hmm. Those are fun. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Mm -hmm. That's a word. Um, and they were doing, quote unquote, communion. It was a single fire line down the middle of the sanctuary. <laughs> and I'm free will Baptist. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was a young lad. So I'm just standing in line, waiting my turn. <laughs> And I, I don't remember if it was like actual bread, like what you were talking about, Drew, or maybe it was a cracker. I can't remember. But I remember my, my boy, Mr. Mr. Pastor Man, they have like a, a chalice yeah. of water <laughs> or wine. I don't know what it is. And he like dips his fingers in it and he touches my forehead. Simba. Yeah, yes. Simba. <laughs> and he's like, go in peace, young one. I'm like, what kind of soul was What? And that was it. And like, I got my cracker, but I didn't have no juice to wash it. It was the disgusting crackers. Are you supposed stale. to drink out of the little chalice? I don't know. It's like a calyx. <laughs> lick it up. I don't know. Like, do I have to? Why'd you put the wine on my forehead? Do I have to wipe my forehead and lick it off my fingers? I don't know. But apparently that was it. I stood there for a second. He and he's like he waved me on. Like, go, go on, go, oh, my child, go, my go. <laughs> and I and I just walked back to my seat. I'm like, 
that was stupid. I'm thirsty, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who gives like little pieces of bread with no <laughs> nothing to wash it down? It was with. stale and crunchy and disgusting. Yeah. That's how all of our waitresses are at Catholic churches. Yeah, and then, like, you you know, you're in a queue. So you have to, like, pace away for, try to, like, chew it really quickly. And we all know that I chew really slowly. So I would always be, like, you know, have it, holding it on one side of my mouth, swinging with the wine. It was a mess. It's just... I tried to make mine last the entire service. I would take little sips of my little cup <laughs> See, and take a have... little bite of my little bread. You have little, like... We had to do it in one go. Like, there's a lot of people. You gotta like. Oh yeah, I got I got to hold on to my cup. And like, once I was done drinking it, I would just kind of like put my tongue in it, (laughs) and it would like suction cup to my face. And then that was my entertainment for the rest of the service. (laughs) Uh, I remember during the COVID, like what my church did was like we had a little, uh, like plastic covering. Of like it was a, it was the two for one special. Oh yeah, yes. that supreme like, God's blood. Yeah, there we go. It had like the juice in the bottom and like a layer of plastic. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And like the little wafer. Well, it wasn't a wafer. It was like styrofoam cup material. Yeah, that's what that was. It melted in your mouth. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like horrible juice. Oh, I hated COVID times. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating though. Uh. I've got another one, if uh, unless you have one. Yeah. Okay, happens. share yours. She actually can tell the story now. Unless you have story. to get up and do something. Listen, I'm a busybody. So, I was in Catholic Sunday school. I was like 12 or 13, angsty and angry, always. <laughs> Never grew out of that, but that's another story. <laughs> that's called a woman. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, um... The, there was some sort of like philosophy they were trying to teach and the Sunday school teacher says you know if you have a question I know that you know these are confusing times so I was like huh you don't even know woman I'm a prepubescent teenager in the mid-2000s everything's confusing but so she was like going on about that and she says you know just take your questions and give them to God and you know what this bible it's a holy um instrument so use it to connect with god so you're supposed to like ask a question flip through the bible and whatever page you land on like close your eyes point to a random page and like that's supposed to be your message okay (laughs) so like something i would do as a kid right right it it is very strange but like that's how she said it and i remember like the first time we did we all did it together in class and it was like maccabees or something i don't know anything about that i was never able to find time out Uh for those of you who don't know Maccabees is like an extra DLC book the Catholics get. No, <laughs> extra the DLC? <laughs> Bible DLC? Hold on, I didn't get that. So I have no idea what it was, but like they passed. Um, I, I just like flipped, flipped again because I didn't know what it was talking about. I didn't know what I was doing. It was something about Psalms. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and then later in that week, I was having a hard, you know, a hard week, whatever. And did you do it again? It did it again. <laughs> and the first, like, what the first story that I came up to was Job. And oh. so every single, t- so I, you know, Job is. You can get a wild know. card out of that. <laughs> yeah, it was the part where he was like infested with blisters. And oh, and, nice! And he was like, "God, why?" Yeah. And God was like, "Cause I can." Cause I have to prove to Satan yeah. that I created that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like some sort of proof like that. And so I was like, is that why I'm suffering emotionally and mentally? And I like, I have that it really dark. And I was like, yeah, maybe I just did it wrong. Maybe I didn't feel the right thing. <laughs> Which another chapter of Job. I was, I was like, oh, shoot. this is, I don't like this anymore. That was like the beginning of my deconstruction. Yeah. Because, like, if the point of the world is to suffer, then I don't want to be a part of that mm. religion. Because yeah. I just kept getting that. In honor of that story, I'm going to go to a random Bible verse. I just Googled random Bible verse. Nice. Everyone focus really hard on what you want to ask. I have an unrelated question. What's your unrelated question? Is this peanut butter? No. Raisins eating a cake for those who can't see Are you see allergic it. to peanut butter? No. Oh, then I just don't like it. Okay. No, there's no peanut butter. All right. It's just butter. Drew, do you have any idea what you want to ask? Uh, I Bible? did the same thing Kayla did when I was younger, and mine told me to stop being a prostitute. <laughs> anyway, the Bible verse that we got. The Hold rant... on, we need to give him some space for that. No, that's really all there was. I was cut. Did you I don't, stop? I don't remember what book it was, but it was basically saying how bad it was to be a prostitute. I'm like, do you stop being a prostitute? Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought about it. I'm like, 
So you were a prostitute. Should, maybe I shouldn't be a prostitute. Mm. All right. So I didn't, I didn't have a girlfriend till after high school. Had a boy. Then you were a prostitute. So wait, Mike, we're supposed prostitute. to ask a question? Uh, yes, ask a question. I'll generate a random Bible verse. Like Will any, I ever get married? Like any question? Any question. <laughs> at, like at all. Like at all. Can it anything be, you want. It doesn't have to be Bible. It related. can be any question at all. Okay, let me dwell deep into the pits of me. Well, he's saying it. I got one. Is it wrong to be gay? Okay. Second Thessalonians 3 3. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Oh! <laughs> Who's the evil one? <laughs> I think it's wrong to be gay. <laughs> Interpretation is like he'll protect the gays. Yeah, he'll protect the gays. Yeah. With evil from, from yeah. the straight. <laughs> so Maybe the evil ones are the straight people. Yeah. I'm evil. I'm evil. Jason, you're not straight. I am. But he is evil. I am too. I only pretend to be gay. Ah, yeah. I see, I see. So do you have a question for the magical Bible? <laughs> the magical Bible. <laughs> um hmm. I didn't do a lot of thinking when was asking this question i was only flubbing kayla ask a question um drew ask it, a question for me um will raisin ever get married of course john three sixteen. <gasps> that's a good one <laughs> what is say? for god has so loved the world he gave his only son you're getting a son whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life your wife doesn't perish <laughs> Fantastic news, Jason. Good job. What are the odds that it would land on that one? Fantastic. Is that a yes? The like one that everyone preaches. Was that a yes? Uh, I, I think so. Yes. Kayla, good question. <laughs> Am I going to hell? Oh, it's Je loading. Jesus oh, wept. Oh, it it's still loading. loading. Jesus wept. <laughs> oh gosh, it's still loading. Yeah, it's just it's still loading. I'm sorry. You have a bad it's signal. Undetermined. Here we go. Here we go. Matthew 20. Oh. The Son of Man came not to be ministered, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom. Uh, so will you, Jesus. will you be put up at ransom? Uh, anyway, back to... Uh, the thing that we just proved right now is flipping to a random Bible verse doesn't really mean anything. It's just random. Yeah. Like I was hoping we'd get the verse about whoa, the horse dicks. Whoa, that would be like, great. <laughs> I feel like... Bible ver verses are almost intentionally vague. You know how you have horoscopes and they're very vague. Yeah. Well, that's why there's 60 Most of versions. it's metaphors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Uh, Kayla was talking about Maccabees earlier. I remember uh, it was very strange for me going to a Catholic college because I was not Catholic. And in the advertisement, they say, because that was one of my questions. I was like, I'm not Catholic. I'm a little worried about, you know, I don't really know anything. Oh, you don't have to. Most people here aren't Catholic. Not true. Most people are very Catholic. Yeah. I met one person who was not Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so wasn't um, your brother? It was not. Oh, okay, I guess he counts too. But I'm, I already knew him. I didn't meet him there. Okay. Well. So anyway, I'm talking. Uh, me and my friend are talking. I'm explaining to him about Pentecostals and Church of Gods, and he he says to me, "I got a question for you." And I was like, "Yeah, what's your question?" How many Maccabees do you have in the Pentecostal church? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, the Maccabees, Catholics have two or three. Some Orthodox churches have more. How many do you have? I have no idea what that is. So apparently Protestants are like the only type of Christians that don't have any Maccabees. Wow. Yeah. We didn't get the DLC. I don't the think I you know. DLC. Yeah. You're Protestant. I am? Yeah. No one? Raisin, have you ever heard about the book of Judas? What? Anyway, that's a different topic. Different topic. Oh come on, okay. I'll, I'll just, okay, fine. Go I'll on. give like a small hint. When they small found hint. when they, when they found all the scrolls to make up the Bible, the one that we know today, they left out a lot of scrolls, and one of them one of them is uh, Judas's perspective, and there is a lot of crazy stuff in that book. That probably wasn't from God. It was in one of the scrolls beside all the others. Yeah. Well, is that the software like, like it gets wild? Yeah, like Jesus had like some sort of sex ceremony yeah there was that something one. like that i want to read that that is so interesting to me that it's hard because when they found it they burned it a lot of the a lot of the uh scrolls that they found mm -hmm. along with all the ones that make up the bible today they burned specifically because they did not want it to contradict mm -hmm. i mean i mean most most of the books do contradict each other already mm -hmm. but some were just so far gone there was no well, you know, guys, them. let me tell you right what now. What if that's the stuff that God actually wanted us to know? Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. 
the Bible didn't just magically fall from heaven and a loud voice say, hey, look, a Bible. That's not how it happened. Uh, there was a big council where all the important Catholic people got together. This is before Protestants existed, years ago, and at least three years ago. And the Catholic students, they, they met up at a council, and they said, they voted on which books they wanted to be part of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And all the books that were controversial uh, were ordered to not be part of the Bible and were ordered to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Anyone who was found having those books was a heretic. And some, of them, the, some of them were saved. Uh, yeah. Copies and some were hidden away. But mo all of them were ordered to be destroyed because mm -hmm. yeah. they did not want any conflicting messages with what they had originally or wanted originally. Mm -hmm. It's it's It goes deep. We'll have deep. to do uh, an episode on Catholic church history because, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, There's a lot to unpack. Episodes. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So much. So much stuff. Really? Anyway. When you get down to it, it's just another version of propaganda, but them cutting out some of the other stuff. They wanted to keep in the stuff that was beneficial to their message mm -hmm. that they were promoting at the time. Propaganda. It's a power um, source. Like, it's, it's something that people in power use. Mm -hmm. and, and if you questioned that, you were burned at the stake as exactly. a heretic or yep. killed in some other method. You saw that TikTok that I sent you, right? This I, is I, I don't know. You send me like 50 TikToks a day, Kayla. <clears throat> anyway, I've got one more story. So I want us all to do one more bad sermon story. And so while I'm telling mine, I'll be really lengthy so you can all think of your bad sermon stories. Okay. So young Mike, uh, as a kid, I had to go to church pretty much all the time. Grandma would always take me to church, even for things called the women's meetings. I had to go to those. I had to go to the camp meetings. I had to go anytime there was a revival. Uh, I, at minimum, I was going to church three times a week. Usually it happened to be more than that, but uh, at minimum three times a week, two times Sunday and then one Wednesday. One Sunday night service, the pastor started ranting about how hard it was to be a pastor. He was like, being a pastor is so hard because the world tries to tempt you, tries to sway you away. I get porn in the mail all the time. <laughs> they just keep mailing me porn because they know I'm a pastor. I feel like he got caught and this was his excuse and he had to let everyone know. You can't just tell that person or else it doesn't feel genuine enough. Sir, that's called a subscription. <laughs> they got my address somehow because they, they know I'm a pastor. Once a month, like, <laughs> these magazines of these women with with very large large breasts. I bet it was Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Breasts. <laughs> oh man! But, uh, I just remember this one. This was when I was back in <laughs> kids' church. <laughs> um, I don't even know if this was part of the sermon or anything, but I remember two. Two of the girls about my age, um, I, I guess they were in cahoots with the pastor about what was going on. They like went behind the stage we had set up in the kids' like in, in my gym, um, and like we had like swinging doors or whatever. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about this at this point because I'm a young young boy, like probably not even ten years old. I can't remember. Um. But uh, the two girls like went behind the stage, and the uh, pastor or the kids' uh, director, youth pastor, aha, said, "Uh, so, okay, go." Next thing I know, there's clothes flying out oh, from behind the stage. There goes a bra. No, I don't know <laughs> if that was that. There's just clothes, clothing, 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 a lot of it. And then the doors like swung open. And the two girls had, like, changed clothes into something. And, like, all of us were like, well, yay, yay. Thinking about it now. <laughs> I don't know what happened behind that curtain. <laughs> and I don't think it could have gone that well. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I'm like, what kind of message is this for late? When you said they came out, the first thing I thought of was, like, Cusco going, boom, baby. No. <laughs> They like did a little like model pose, like yeah. <laughs> like one of them. But uh, I don't know. It was weird. Um, and then like another quick story. Like I told you, I I told it in the group chat. Um, where like a Pentecostal preacher came to my church, and and I said it in the group chat where like he was telling us to, and God, God forbid that I am using 
this word for word. He said, wave your palm branches. And he held his hands in the air and like <laughs> waved them about. I don't know what this was trying to tell me. I like to picture no one in the audience obeying. No, we were all doing it. We were all doing it because we didn't we didn't know like what to do. Like we do, we just don't want to not. That's do what it. Pentecostals do. Yeah, they, they want you to wave around. your hands. If you're not waving your hands, you're not going to donate as much. Let me tell you. No, he was like, <laughs> wave your palm branches. And Did I was telling you, all you palm branches, or was this a metaphor? No, it was just our arms, like in the air, just waving about like maniacs. And like I told you on the way over here, but it was like one of those Pentecostal preachers who just yelled all the time. Yeah, most and of them do that. Like he either wanted everyone to know he was breathing or forgot to breathe altogether. <laughs> Like I heard every single breath this man took, and every he, breath you take. Yep, and he ended ended every sentence or every other sentence with "ah," uh, like and Jesus said uh, that he will bring life unto the lamb and bring life uh, to the child. Uh. And like my friend Mariah texted me in the middle of the service, and I was sitting front row, front row Baptist. Hey yo, help me, yeah, please. No, she said uh. She sent me a text in the middle of the service. She, she's like, get this man some water. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, chill out. But I remember that. That was crazy. That was like a year-long meme at my church between our youth group. Like, wave the palm branches. <laughs> oh, man. Let me tell you. Pentecostals get very upset if you're a member and you're not Pentecostal. Like, if you're not active enough, they it, it's you're looked down upon. This like, man didn't go to my church. I didn't know who he was. Is that why you were so active? No, I mean, like, you have to be physically – like, when, when the music is staying, you have to leave your pew and you stay to run some laps. Yeah, to, I hate I hate churches like that. You have honestly. to you have to show your act. You have to shout. You have to you have to show that uh, the Lord is present within you. Speaking in tongues always gets a plus. Uh, but there's a hierarchy in the Pentecostal church that really uh, needs to be addressed because it's not not ideal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware of that. But uh, I, got, uh, I got one story for, for you. And then, Kayla, do you have any more? Yeah. Okay. You'll conclude, and then I've got one. When me, when I was the uh, the chapel for the senior class in high school, you were the chap, the chaplain, not the chapel. <laughs> I, I was a building. No, uh, I was the chaplain, and Drew uh, would be Satan in several of my devotions. <laughs> yeah, I got to play Satan. Uh, it was kind of like a little act that we would put up for yeah. the uh, children our age. In one of them, I pushed him on. No, he pushed me on the ground, and no one else knew this, so I just told. I told the teacher beforehand so Drew wouldn't get in trouble. I said, I said at one point, Drew's going to come up there, interrupt me, and push me on the floor. <laughs> that was so fun. I'm so glad I got to be the devil and so often. And then everyone gasped. They're like, Drew, what are you doing? And then I said, that's what Satan will try to do to you. He will try to push you down. We should have made it look more improvised like you weren't expecting it. But you got to get up. You got to get up. And this is when Michael will try to get up. Yeah. But you can't get up on your own. <laughs> you uh. need the Lord uh, to come help you. And step out of the step out of the boat and onto the water. Step out of the boat. Uh, onto the oh, water. Not the clap. No. <laughs> you got to hit stuff. You got to <laughs> smack the podium. Oh, it's man. not good if it's not like damaging property. Uh, <laughs> I guess I got one story. I was trying to think of another baddish one um this wasn't so much bad it was just very conflicting with the church that he was trying to preach to this was at our school again and we have someone that was in our classroom that did not believe exactly the same way that we did and his dad decided to preach one wednesday they let him do that they let him do that do you not remember this i don't think so i because this was very um controversial uh especially with the teachers and some of the uh some of our classmates i remember you saying something about it i um, remember the woman's father pro approached preached approached. Uh, he he did but <laughs> approached <laughs> what did he, he did but that's not the controversial one um it was the one who didn't believe in like the trinity yeah okay. pretty much he he believed that you can only be uh, baptized in the name of Jesus or else you're going to hell. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you believe God. If you got baptized in the Trinity, you're still going to hell. doesn't matter. I don't remember him ever preaching. Yeah, he, pre he preached. And I think he only preached once because the teachers were very upset after he got done preaching. What did he talk about? He 
basically stated his whole side of the religion. It said specifically that you have to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And he stated this multiple times while pretty much shouting to the children. And he kept going on and on about it. And, you know, just... I remember, I remember after, I remember hearing teachers um, talking to each other in the back, kind of like upset about it. Um, and after the whole thing was done, I remember uh, our friend saying, you know, like people may not like it because he spoke the truth. <laughs> I'm like, no, he spoke something that conflicts with everyone else's beliefs. It's like a Muslim walking in and saying that Allah is the only true God. <laughs> have you seen that meme where it's uh it's from it's lifted from the that little comic series the chick tracks where they're little like comics about jesus and the bible and whatnot there's a panel in one of those comics where it says people hated his message because he spoke the truth and uh jesus in the comic shouts a bible verse about how you should love people and the pharisee says shut up <laughs> but in the meme it swaps out jesus's truth bubble for some of the dumbest stuff ever like one thing i saw was sonic is a terrible character <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to bring up something, but we can talk about it after. Uh, Kayla, what was your story? Um, now, most of my, most of the Catholic churches that I went to growing up were really, they were good. They were stable. Like, there wasn't anything extreme, and half the time I wasn't listening because I got bored and tired. But um, there's one that my grandparents still go to, so I'm not going to you know, say too much about it. But their, their Catholic priest is younger and very much, like, by the book. Like, he he has a lot that he wants to live up to and like kind of kind of an ego issue i think but i remember we went once and he had this whole thing about like not wearing watch or jewelry in church because oh, it's distracting and i just it just like my grandmother always wears her earrings she loves her earrings yeah. my grandfather always wears his watch this man fought in vietnam for like like the entire war like he can do what he wants <laughs> i just i just remember him going on about how how awful it is to distract from god and i just the thing in the back of my mind was are you being distracted because you're looking at all of us yeah i think he's seeing shiny stuff in the <laughs> yeah. audience he's like oh I, how and can i he, preach under these conditions yeah, <laughs> and he took it one step further and he was like um you will go to hell if you do not take off your watch yeah well he was talking about cleavage too oh my god dude you need to repent or whatever because i think this is a personal issue and you need to like not be a priest it's like telling girls to cover their shoulders yeah and it's not for the children it's for them that are having really bad temptation problems right oh, and that's gross 40 you know year old man Catholic church has their an issue yeah. But yeah 40 year old man sees a teenager's shoulders we can't have this we can't have this pregnant we <laughs> pregnant oh god <laughs> this is leading me astray yeah. <laughs> one thing i always hated they would tell girls they'd be like now ladies you don't want to lead your brothers in christ to sin it sounds so much worse when it's phrased as brothers <laughs> you don't want your brother to get too excited now do you <laughs> that shoulder might make brother tommy yeah. <laughs> it's like, where's, the, where's the responsibility on the yeah. It, it always goes back to the story of like Adam. No, it's you it's women. Like, right. You need to dress modestly. <laughs> we can't control our boners. <laughs> there's, there's this one speaker. He he was like he was dancing around the subject. Uh, but he refused to say the word boner. But at one point he said, "If you're with a woman and the shape of your pants changes, <laughs> <laughs> then you've gone too far." <laughs> Don't oh. give in to the thing that your body's naturally going to do. Yeah. If it actually responds in physiological normalcy, then you are a sinner. Like Teaching oh. people to hate themselves since 16-whatever. <laughs> this is a little on-topic, but off-topic of our original conversation. Yeah. But I was never taught what a boner was as a kid. Yeah. So one day it just happened, and I didn't know what it was. I thought it meant I was gay. Yeah. <laughs> because I, all I knew all I knew about being gay was it had something to do with your penis. So my That's mind So my mindset went, oh great, I like girls, but I'm gay. <laughs> how is that gonna work out? <laughs> I'm like, how do I still uh, went to all my plans? <laughs> I was like conflicted. I'm like, well, I can't tell anybody I'm gay. <laughs> There's so many Christians that believed as, as when they were kids 
that after they kiss someone that they were going to become pregnant. Yes. That's such a common occurrence. You know what? So I don't know how I got this idea, but when I started going to CC, I don't remember who told me this, but in the handbook, it says you can get expelled if you have sex. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was terrified that I wouldn't be able to graduate. I was like in seventh grade. I was terrified. I wouldn't be able to. You just to... thought you were going to be having <laughs> hold that on, one sex. Hold huh? on. No, listen. Hold on. Listen. Oh, because. I'm going to get kicked out. I get played <laughs> like every week. They're going to find no. out. Listen. <laughs> What do you? What is a? What does a seventh grade boy do constantly? Get laid. Oh. <laughs> so I was convinced that in twelfth grade, I they were gonna like virginity test me, like and I would fail because I had masturbated so much. Did you think this in twelfth grade? No, I thought this in seventh grade. I'm saying did this go on? <laughs> Sorry, son, you can't graduate. You when they called your name, Michael Hall, you were you walking up? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Okay, check just, him. Just a few more seconds. I haven't found out yet. Check his team in production. Did you, did you like really as try? they were handing it, but first, pee in this cup. No. <laughs> you failed. So. But Drew would have been fine because he'd already given up his prostitution days. That's true. That is true. Hey, I had a whole Bible verse experience about that. Call back. Listen, John wow, this this is a fun podcast. John three sixteen yeah. told me I was getting married one day, so <laughs> I, I'm happy. Well, that's our prediction of it. I'm happy that we recorded this podcast. Yeah, this was this was. I'm great. gonna leave a lot of this in. This is yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Thank um, you. I hope that you got some mild enjoyment out of this. I can't least. wait to listen to this again at work. <laughs> uh, oh, oh man. Well, thanks everyone. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Bye.